Monday. It's a Monday. The madness continues. A lot of good weekend. Really good weekend. And uh, for all that were uh, texting and emailing and tweeting and messaging and such uh, on St. Patrick's Day, I will. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm so lame. I will fill you in. It, it was it was kind of a comical, actually. Uh, good morning to everybody over on the live stream. Thanks to everybody for chiming in. Uh, no word yet. Uh, no white papal smoke coming out of 1265. However, shade being thrown at Brian Gutekinst, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, the program is like this. If you want to get a hold of us, it's 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at uh, Ben Z. Kenny, Ben producing the program. Uh, on Facebook at The Bill Michael Show. YouTube, simply Bill Michael Show on YouTube, Bill Michael Show on Twitch TV. You can find us, uh, email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Thebillmichaels at gmail.com. Same thing, thebillmichaels.com is the website, and which is going to be ever-expanding. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, then you can also uh, find us on uh, Apple, uh, iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Google Podcasts, all those kind of good places. So excited about that. Ben Kenny, how was your weekend, and are you excited about the Badgers and the win over Liberty yesterday? It was good, Bill. I was down in Chicago, actually, visiting some friends to go out to some bars to watch the madness. Mm-hmm. I uh, Yeah, it, it's cool that there is a team in this state that's still playing basketball. There you go. Shade being thrown from one Ben Kenny already this morning. I like it. You hate uh, to see yeah, it, it was. Uh, I truly hate to see it. <laughs> No, I don't hate to say I just I, I find it fascinating more so than anything. Uh, I, I appreciate it. Rivalries and all that kind of good stuff. I, I have no problem with that. Uh, yeah, I tell you what, um, the the whole thing with uh, Marquette going down, um, Kolick was was banged up and he had that bad wrist, uh, his left wrist, the shooting wrist, the thumb. He, he just was off. And that was very evident. Um, so when your best shooter, your best player goes down, it is, you, you got to take that into consideration. And, um, he, he was down, he wasn't, you know, it was unfortunate. Um, but, uh, they ended up getting knocked off by, uh, Michigan state yesterday, 69, 60 in a game that really, it was tight. It was back and forth, but you just, I think early on, I looked at it and I went, boy, Michigan state just looks and it's it's Tom Izzo. I mean, this is the time of year that Izzo always seems to come on, always gets a few wins, always goes into the tournament to a Sweet 16, um, and it just it just happens. And uh, and it was you know it was not uh, it was not ideal, obviously for the uh, for uh, Marquette, but uh, Marquette had a hell of a season, winning the Big East. But uh, they are done. Their season came to an end yesterday. They get knocked off 29 and seven. They uh, lose 69-60, and Michigan State advances to, to the Sweet 16. My bracket is sucks. Purdue sucks. Down the stretch, what happened to Purdue? Purdue was losing games. We should have paid more attention to that. Even though Purdue got hot going into the, in the Big Ten tournament, Purdue was losing games down the stretch, and I, 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 I should have – my head told me um, – you know, that, that, that's an issue. Don't bet on Purdue. And my heart said, oh, Big Ten, they're going to come out. They're going to dominate. They've been big all season. 
yada 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 and then uh boy they 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 suck swamp water so yeah that was uh <laughs> that was bad fairly dickinson fairly dickinson takes down purdue and i had purdue in my final four i had baylor in my final four baylor falls so they ended up losing to creighton so creighton advances uh my my bracket here here's my bracket for those watching on the live stream if you can see it i don't care yeah, my bracket's torn up, just completely torn up. Houston uh, ended up advancing. I thought Auburn uh, might knock Houston off. I did have Auburn over Iowa. I will say that. Uh, Auburn just plays tenacious defense, but they just had nothing against Houston. Miami advanced. I thought Indiana might get past them. They did not. Um, I do have. I did have the Xavier Musketeers in Texas. Uh, I did have UConn. I have UConn winning it all. UConn's still in it. Zags are still in it. UCLA's still in it. Uh, but yeah, I had Marquette going all the way down to the elite eight that throws a monkey wrench in a whole deal. And then I was happy. I took a lot of, uh, uh, a lot of smiles yesterday when uh, Kentucky went down to uh, K state. So I was loving that too. Uh, eight, seven, seven, eight, six, seven, 1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Now we'll get into the, uh, the Packers stuff coming up here momentarily on uh, Friday, which was St. Patrick's day. Ben, what did you do? Anything exciting? No, not much. I, I got a good night's sleep and got some work done. And then I went to Chicago on Saturday, so it kind of okay. wasn't pseudo St. Patrick's Day. Okay. So, uh, by the way, uh, we got to say congratulations to the uh, the UW women uh, and the hockey team winning yet another oh, national title. They're just so good. They're so good. So, got to say congratulations to them, too. Uh, but, so, I got off the air on Friday and we had, Kristen and I had the plans to head out. We were going to hit the bars. We were going to, you know, out we go. And she ended up, it's been a hell of a week uh, at work for her. So she had a rough one. So we didn't even get off, uh, or she didn't even get off work till like 5.30. So we got out about 6. And now we've been going, 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 going. If you follow me on Facebook or on Instagram or anything like that, it's just, we've been really busy. So Friday night, Head head down to the uh, ICHC, the Irish Cultural and Heritage Center. Saw our buddy Corey Webster down there. Went in, had tremendous corned beef sandwiches on these little mini salted pretzel buns. Oh, my God, they were so good. And had a couple of beverages, and we're sitting there looking at each other, and we're like, okay, let's go this. Let's go there. Let's go do this. And after about a half an hour, we're like, yeah, let's go home go to bed. I, I just – I was so worn out. I was so tired. Went to bed by about 9.30 on St. Patrick's Day, about 9.30. So he got out, got down there about 7 and was home by 9.30, slept from 9.30 until 1 on Saturday. I mean, just exhausted. No reason to, just, you know, been on the go, a lot going on, uh, been working a lot during the week, but I, I know it's boring as hell. But So for everybody who was saying, where are you at? What's going on? Like my buddy starts out at 3.17 a.m. 3.17 a.m. on 3.17 on St. Patrick's Day. They start off watching some movie, and then they hit, like, 20 bars and whatever hours. And they're out, and they're texting, where are you at? Are you coming? Come on, man. Let's get And I'm just like, you know what? I'm home in bed. I'm, I'm a, just a weak ass. I don't know what else to say. So not much on St. Patrick's Day, but a good weekend, all in all. Uh, so then, remember... Um, uh, you've got uh, all the you know Aaron Rodgers drama that has taken place. We all know that. Everybody's still following. Everybody's still waiting. 
We're still waiting for the, the next shoe to, to drop, and that would be the finalization of a trade between the Packers and the Jets. Uh, Ian Rappaport was on with Pat McAfee, and uh, between McAfee and he, they uh, they had some some thoughts on all of this. And McAfee threw some shade kind of at Brian Gutekinds. And, and we're going to play this numerous times throughout the day so everybody gets a chance to hear it. But take a listen to what was said and the conversation and and just kind of – and then we'll talk about it. Take a listen to this. So what do you think it ends up being? Because the Jets – make use of their picks the jets are good drafters yeah. i mean we've they saw that drafted. they had the offensive rookie of the year the backup offensive rookie of the year yeah. and the <laughs> defensive player of the year and they think the backup defense player of the year so the draft picks mean a lot obviously to them so they don't want to give as many of those up it probably ends up costing what like a one and then a future in however aaron performs based pick is that what you think uh if it's a one and it's number 13 I I don't know. I, I I should not say talk about things that I do not know. Um, I do not know if that would be included or not. I mean, that would be a high price, but I don't know if that would be included. Uh, I think your read is probably around right. I just don't know, like, who would agree to which part of that. Because, like, uh, it's just – anyway, these are all the reasons why two very smart people and very good negotiators have not been able to figure it out. Who's a smart person? Uh, you mean as far as negotiating, like in this negotiation? Yeah, who I mean, are they? Joe Douglas and Brian Gutekunst. Oh, Gutekunst, we're just automatically assuming he's a smart person? I mean, I, I think... Joe Douglas is proof as Gutekunst? Oh, I mean, yeah. that, that's, uh, that's an interesting, right? I think yeah, Jordan, I think he's pretty... I think he's an NFL general manager, those guys. Jordan oh, Jordan. yeah, there have never been general manager. Jordan, Jordan Love pick is a good one. Probably. If we'll Thank find out. Mind. I mean, we don't, no, we don't... We have no idea, right? And, that, and that's the other thing, is like, you know, I've talked to plenty of Packers people who really like Jordan Love and are optimistic, but they know what is the truth. I think you do not know. You like, yeah, you have no idea. Trading, they're trading Aaron Rodgers, and when the lights come on, they think he's going to be good, but the reality is you simply don't know. Okay, I assume Gunther Kuntz is a, you know, a smart human. He's a general manager yeah. for an NFL team. Got there. But just being like, well, we got two really good negotiators. It's like, do we know that? I don't know if we know that. Well, let's uh, be honest here. When you talk about the negotiation side of things, uh, I don't specifically know. But when it comes to drafting and being a general manager, all you got to do is look at the Jets quarterback draft choices. Yeah, that hasn't worked out too well for him, has it? So... Uh, you can throw shade at Gutekinds all you want. And, and look, we kind of figured that would be the direction that McAfee would go because his buddy's Aaron Rodgers, and he's not going to come out and talk highly about Brian Gutekinds and the Packers organization, thus making his buddy Aaron Rodgers mad and Rodgers suddenly not appearing on the Pat McAfee show, which McAfee is – and granted, I look, I'm not knocking McAfee because what he's done – and that you know his, his his you know his show has been nothing short of fantastic, but he's built a lot of that on the back of having Aaron Rodgers on every Tuesday. Just look at the ratings; the numbers are huge on Tuesdays, and they're good, but they're not the way they are on Tuesdays uh, the rest of the week. So he's not going to run off his biggest guest and piss him off by you know throwing throwing praise at Brian Gutekinds for everything that he's done. So let, let's take that into consideration. However, okay, 
So getting some shade thrown at him, is it justified? Is it justified? And I there's there is a back and forth over the upper hand. There is a back and forth over who needs to do what. Uh, about whether the Jets have the upper hand and the Jets are saying, well, we'll just wait until the Packers, you know, reach the deadline. And then the Packers, you know, are like, we don't have to, you know, we've, we've still got our draft choice. We still got two quarterbacks. We're fine. <laughs> you know, what more do you want? The Jets, unless all of a sudden they get in on the bidding for Lamar Jackson, because they can't work a deal out with the Packers. The Jets are all in on Aaron Rodgers, whom they don't even have yet. So, you know, I, I, I still feel personally that the, the Packers are kind of in the catbird seat here. Now, both sides need to make a deal. And both sides are going to make a deal before the middle of April. You would, su- you would assume. I mean, we're sitting here today on the 20th of March. And you have, what, uh, now five weeks? I think uh, five weeks from today would be what the 24th of April. And you don't really start the draft process until the 27th. So you got five weeks to kind of, you know, have this thing go up and down unless of course, say the jets want to sign additional players and they need to figure out what that compensation is going to be for Aaron Rodgers and such at some point. So to me, I think the, uh, the, 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 the Packers are still in somewhat of the catbird seat, but that's just my opinion. But I, if I'm the Packers, we don't have to make a deal. You want to make a deal, whereas the Jets have to make a deal. They don't have a quarterback. They have Zach Wilson. And, uh, you know, I had people bring that up to me over the weekend. And Zach Wilson is the guy that they benched. The guy that, you know, they the team itself rallied around a guy named Mike White. A, a backup to the backup. And they loved Mike White. They hated Zach Wilson. There's not many people in that in that organization that like Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's the guy that said he's going to make Aaron Rodgers' life miserable when he gets there. Whatever the hell that means. But <laughs> there's not many people that like Mike White or uh, like Zach Wilson. So I can't imagine the, the Jets going, oh, you know what? We're good where we're at. We're good with this. I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. So the, uh, the, the little bit of shade thrown at Brian Gutekinds, warranted, not warranted, thought I'd ask. Hit us up, 877-867-1670. You can find us over on the uh, live stream as well, where we're uh, reading all the comments. You can hit us up over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. Stay tuned. We're going to step step away, take a quick break. We're going to come back. We've got a whole, a whole lot more to get to this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends at New Mail Medical. Treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin, well beyond the borders. All you got to do is call 414-455-4451. If you're looking for low T treatments, say you need more energy, better mental clarity, better mood, better stamina, they can help you out sleep better at night, feel more refreshed and rest during the day, or maybe the all-in-one weight loss program, which is like weight loss in a box. They give you the box, they give you the program, it downloads to your phone, and all you got to do is follow it. No problem. All right there at New Mail Medical, 414-455-4451. That's 414-455-4451. The New Mail Medical Center. Tell them we sent you more of the Bill Michael Show. Ready! 
This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Douglas and Brian Gutekunst. Oh, Gutekunst, we're just automatically assuming he's a smart person? I mean, I, I think... Joe Douglas smart. is proved as Gutekunst. Oh, I mean, yeah. that, that's a... Uh... That's an interesting, right? I think. Yeah, I think he's pretty. I think he's an NFL general manager. Those guys. Jordan, oh Jordan. yeah, they've never been general manager. Welcome back. Good to have you, Bill Michaels. Show continuing on. Glad to uh, glad to have you on board today. Hey, don't forget uh, coming up uh, if you're going to be doing a little grill. It's going to get warm. It's going to get warm. At least in this area, it's supposed to be in the 50s the next couple of days. And you know what that means? Heading down to Robert's Specialty Meats, I picked a, a couple of things up over the weekend, and I got some grilling going on. And uh, later today, because I'm out, I don't have, I got to do some grocery shopping. Heading down to Robert's Specialty Meats, and uh, picking up a couple of steaks and uh, some of the uh, some of the sausages. Good stuff. But uh, the ribs on a stick, I've been kind of craving. So going to do the ribs on a stick, possibly the uh, garlic parm chicken skewers. Check it out. That's our friends at Roberts. R-O-B-E-R-T-S. Roberts Specialty Meats Waukesha.com. Roberts Specialty Meats Waukesha.com. On Sunset Drive in Waukesha. Good, good stuff from our friends, Roberts Specialty Meats. So, uh, Mr. Duckskin says, uh, Goody, top 10 GM. And if love uh, works out, he'll be one of the top three. Top three. Now, um, I will say the first couple of years did not bear much fruit when it comes to the drafts. But the last couple of years, it's 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 been pretty good. You can't really complain about a lot when you talk about the draft for Brian Gutekunst. Um you know, third-round draft choices are still somewhat elusive to this team for whatever reason. But um, Quay Walker, I believe Devontae White, especially the way he played at the end of the season, I think Quay Walker is going to get it. Everybody wanted to criticize Quay Walker. Remember, the first couple of years of Rashawn Gary, people went, ah, this guy's nothing. And then he turned into a really solid outside defender. So give Quay Walker a little bit of time. And Quay Walker was sideline to sideline, man. You know? Um, Christian Watson... We know he's got speed. Now he's just got to put it all together. Sean Ryan, third-round draft choice, you know, PEDs, didn't do much. Romeo Dobbs was okay. Zach Tom turned out to be a uh, a good fill-in offensively. We'll see what he ends up re- kind of turning into. Samari Torre had uh, a little bit of a a little bit of a presence as well. Uh, you got to get Eric Stokes back, and you see what he has. Then Josh Myers, obviously. Playing center, Amari Rogers gone, third-round draft choice. Royce Newman, T.J. Slayton has been decent as a backup. Kylan Hill, although he was supposed to be a returner, he ends up getting bounced because of bad attitude. But some of these guys, you need Eric Stokes to come back and fortify the secondary. You need him to come back and be that guy. You know, you need Jordan Love to be the guy. A.J. Dillon, Josiah Aguara, no third-round draft choice. There's Kamal Martin, John Runyon. John Runyon's been solid. But when you start to look at the overall, you know, Rashawn Gary, Darnell Savage, and Elton Jenkins, not a bad draft in 2019, everything else, not much to it, right? Um, 2020 was Jordan Love, A.J. Dillon. But other than John Runyon Jr., Josiah DeGuara is going to get his opportunity now because they're bereft of tight ends. You know they're going to draft some. But the last couple of years could be good if Stokes comes back. 
and plays well. If T.J. Slayton continues to grow and adds depth on the defensive front, you know, if if Quay Walker advances, Devontae Wyatt picks up, Christian Watson plays well, uh, Romeo Dobbs plays well, Zach Tom plays well, if those guys become something, then it's really good. Otherwise, man, draft history, woof, may not be. You're adding decent players, but not all pro players. You need one guy almost per year to really be a you know demand at his position. And uh, if you're going to build a team that's going to be a championship caliber team, and a lot of this legacy wise is hanging on on Jordan Love now. Uh, 877-867-1670. Do you know what it feels like to me, Bill? The, What's the that? McAfee comments. What's that? It kind of feels like somewhat of a Aaron Rodgers mouthpiece where Rodgers oh, is absolutely. clearly unhappy. And, and since the love pick has been very unhappy and McAfee kind of reiterates whatever he hears from Rodgers. Yep. Because if 100%. you look at Douglas and Gutekunst side by side, one has constructed championship level teams consistently after taking over somewhat of a mess. The other had one good draft last year. But aside from that, mm-hmm. the Jets have been a complete dumpster fire. Right. So I don't no, think I it's really close, you. frankly. I completely agree with you. 100%. That's why I said, you know, just all you got to do is look at the quarterback alone. And they have gone through, what, three first-round draft choices now? The the Jets have? Yeah, Trying think... to figure every other year that this is their guy, this is, this is the new coming, and then uh, only to watch him fail? Right. I think Douglas only drafted Wilson, though. The Darnold stuff was right. before him. Right. But still, it's just been a track record of ineptitude when it comes to the New York Jets. Picking up where they left off. Um... The yeah. uh, he also Thomas pointed, he, go ahead later in the in the clip, which was very long, pointed out the Devontae Adams trade of of why did the GM trade away? You know, he had a championship level team, trade away the best player. Now it's not a championship level team. Kind of not understanding that Devontae wanted to leave because of not well, directly GM related factors. Yeah, here's the thing with that. And nobody really, you know, everybody wants to look at Gutekinds and say, how did you get rid of Devontae? Let's go back a year before Devontae left. When Devontae was all in and was saying, I want to I want to get a contract, I, you know, he was talking about, he even mentioned at one point, you know, not necessarily holding out, but, you know, not doing everything that's going to put his body in harm's way because he wanted a contract. And he wanted the pack. I mean, his guy, his agent had stated, they're not talking to me, you know. And Devontae was frustrated. He would throw out these little quips in interviews, nothing major. It wasn't like we were, because we weren't focused on Devontae. We weren't because it was like yeah 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 you're you're the you're 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 still here don't worry about it everybody just kind of looked at it and went well it's all Rogers all the time but Devontae the whole time is going pay me pay me pay me pay me pay me sit down and talk to me and they wouldn't even talk to him and it wasn't because they didn't want him they wanted him it's because they couldn't because Rogers couldn't make up his mind what he wanted to do. And that started the ball rolling for Devontae. Now, Devontae, you know, he's still pining for Aaron Rodgers going out to Las Vegas and playing for the Raiders. I understand that because he also wants a, a gold jacket. And he knows that Derek Carr's not going to get any numbers. Jimmy Garoppolo is probably not going to get him the numbers. It's going to put him into the hall now. So he wanted Aaron Rodgers to get him there. But the whole thing with Rodgers was everybody was waiting to see what Rodgers was going to be salary cap-wise for this team, you couldn't do anything for Devontae Adams until you knew what Rodgers was going to do. 
And Rodgers didn't even know. Rodgers wouldn't make up his mind. So Devontae Adams, for, for McAfee to say that, Devontae Adams was a byproduct for the, the ineptitude of the quarterback. And his ability not to make up his mind and his ability to take this and play it out to the nth degree and be the drama every year, therefore, they couldn't come to Devontae and give him a contract because they didn't know. They were waiting to find out. And, yeah, you kind of wanted to keep Devontae around for Jordan Love in case you went in that direction, but you didn't know what you had monetarily until Rodgers decided to sign. And Rodgers waited to the very last minute. And by then, Devontae's like, screw this, I'm out of here. You know, I don't even want to deal with you anymore. You won't even talk to me because 12 is the guy that you're focused on. You won't even talk to me. So he got pissed off. So by that, by the end of the time, it was all said and done with. He had decided Derek Carr's my guy. I'm going back home. I'm taking my kids out west. I'm taking my family out here. That's it. That's it. That's all I wanted. And no matter what they said, he wasn't coming back. Um... Tyler says, Shade, Goody should absolutely be on the hot seat after uh, all the picks that he spent on defense and their underperformance every uh, year. Also, the D coordinator needs to go. Uh, why would one think, uh, does he say, uh, why would one think that uh, Gutekinds would not be on the hot seat? Which I agree. I agree. His uh, picture is next to absolute mediocrity in the dictionary. Um he got you. No, see, you're wrong, Tyler. Everybody in the football world believes that he got a good deal for Devontae, but you. What could he have gotten in that trade? There was there was one team. There was one team. There was nobody else bidding on Devontae Adams where Devontae wanted to go. Devontae was going to one team. Period. End of story. He got what he could, and you tend to forget that. Um. The, the Packers had a Super Bowl window after the NFC Championship loss. Needed a few more pieces, he says. Uh, he instead uh, traded up for the project uh, in Jordan Love, which I agree with. The, the Jordan Love pick was the monkey wrench that threw all this aloof. 100% agree. 100% agree. Um. The whole front office should be on the hot seat, in my opinion. Uh, I think you're going to see uh, – I think it's wishful thinking because we keep talking about, well, we'll see Matt LaFleur's offense run. Well, we'll see things run a different way. I think you're going to see the cloud lifted off of 1265 because no longer are you beholden to, you know, um, to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, James says uh, – Stories are gonna will be written about how bad the Packers mishandled two Hall of Fame quarterbacks and only got two rings out of it. James, I agree that the Gutekinds is on the tail end of that, but you can look at that and say, um, Bandit, you're wrong. Um, you can look at that and say that that was a lot of Ted. A lot of Ted. The back end, um, some of it was Favre. <laughs> uh, some of it was Mike McCarthy and Dom Capers and the inability to adjust. 
in an NFC Championship game, but some of that was was far obstinance. Go back to, you know, I, and again, they didn't do enough for Favre. Even going back to Mike Sherman, they didn't do enough for Favre. They never found that defensive unit. And uh, you, you cannot win without defense. You just can't. Most people will say, well, you, you championships are won with defense. That I agree with. But in, in today's day and age, you have to have a quarterback that can do things. Unless, of course, um, unless, of course, you, yeah, unless, of course, you got, uh, like Joe Flacco, he won because they had a lights-out defense. Lights-out defense. Um, but you have to have a good quality top 10 defense at least. And and that means that you have a quarterback and an offense that's probably top five. Uh, Bannett says, uh, laugh my ass off. Bill looks at Rogers' college tape and sees a Hall of Famer. Okay, I'm out. Well, Bannett, you said they got lucky. They didn't get lucky. It, it's not lucky. It, it, again, I sat there on the day after Rogers was drafted. I talked to the guy. I saw what he's gone through. I saw what he did on film, and you talk to the guy, and he was he was light years. Look, I've covered a lot of bad quarterbacks in my day. Not only, you know, guys that backed up Brett Favre, but I came from Cincinnati, where David Klingler was a first-round draft choice. I've covered a lot of morons in my day. And when I sat down and talked to Aaron Rodgers, and I said to him, I said, if your talent is half as good as your knowledge, Already coming into the NFL, you're, you're going to be fantastic. And so the, the bottom line is this. First of all, he was supposed to be a first overall draft choice, and all they did was choose instead, so to speak. And uh, the when Rodgers was drafted and came into this system, you watched him put pressure on Brett Favre almost immediately. He looked awkward. I mean, it took him a while to kind of learn things, but he learned things, and he learned things fast. So did I know he was going to be this good, a Hall of Famer that was this good? I was the one, remember, sitting there at State Fair when Favre said he was retiring, and I had a crowd around me of people booing and hissing and pissed off that Favre was no more. And I said, "Give Rogers a chance. You're go- he's going to he's going to make you he's going to make you wake up. He's going to make you wake up." And damned if he didn't. Damned if he didn't. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. More of the Bill Michael Show. Come on. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Continuing on, 
remind you that uh, our friends over at Steel Tank Brewing, uh, right there on uh, Roebrook Lane in Oconomowoc, a lot of good food, and they got a big music venue that's coming soon, too. So probably by the summer, specifically like riding season, back when we're out on the motorcycles, uh, going to be good stuff uh, right out there in Oconomowoc. So a lot of good stuff coming from our friends at Steel Tank Brewing. Coming up here, uh, and, well, you don't don't have to wait for them to open the new music venue. They've got good food. They've got lunches. They've got uh, really, really good dinners out there. And they've got some music on the weekends. And the patio is going to be open eventually, too. So a lot of good stuff from Steel Tank Brewing Company. And if you don't go to Steel Tank itself, look for them in the area uh, on a lot of tap lines. So look for them uh, there as well. 877-867-1670. Bruno says you can always find a reason to criticize a general manager, but what Pat McAfee was saying about Goody was just nonsense. Uh, Base player says, so hard to listen to that dude throwing shade at Goody. He is not even in control of his own show. Aaron Rodgers is LMAO. Uh, you know, and most people feel that that has become just the Aaron Rodgers network. I agree with that. Uh, he, Pat McAfee does some good stuff. I mean, he, you know, I give him a lot of credit, you know, for what he's done, the way he's grown it, uh, obviously sponsorship and money and all that kind of stuff, um, understandable, you know. So uh, I give him credit for that. Built himself uh, some type of media media empire. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, when it comes to, quote, journalistic integrity and asking questions and such there's certain questions that need to be asked that just never will get asked you know i've said that before when you you know go back to the conversation they had with aaron Rodgers last week when rogers was talking about all the different things coming out of the the darkness and being shopped and such and wanting transparency the following uh, follow-up questions were all there did the packers know when you went into the darkness that you were considering 90 percent of you was retirement did you talk to the Green Bay Packers? Did they try to get hold of you? When they did, did you call them back? Did you text them back? If so, how many times? What were the conversations like? Were you transparent to them? 100%? You know, all of that. All of that needs to be asked. So I, you know, uh, and it wasn't. And you know why it wasn't? Because we already know what the answers would have been. Don't think that uh, those those topics and such are not discussed ahead of time. I think you'd be a fool not to think that they weren't. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, this is from Sniper. Sniper says that uh, criticizing Gutekinst is somewhat easy because his draft choices have not all panned out. He has not hit on a big-time player. He has found a lot of guys to fill in a roster and then done so with additional free agents. But right now, what they need is the young guys to step up and play like pro bowlers. And if Gutekinst isn't finding pro bowl talent, that's what will put him on the hot seat. 100% agree. 100% agree. I don't think he's on the hot seat because the Jordan Love pick will ultimately determine a lot of that over the next couple of years. But I, I couldn't agree more with you. If you are not drafting talent that is going to come in and really fortify your team. I mean, Pro Bowl-level talent on the consistent, at least once a year, one player a year. We're not asking to have a whole draft or two drafts of nothing but Pro Bowlers. It's nice, but you need one guy a year that's going to come in and be an impact player. Big impact. I'm not talking about a guy that just stabilizes a position. I'm talking about impact players. Couldn't agree more with you. That's, that's how... Things are built. 
I mean, you go back to when Ted Thompson took over, right? He drafted, uh, he drafted Aaron Rodgers. He drafted Nick Collins. Nick Collins was on his way to a Hall of Fame career had he not walked away with an injury. He drafted A.J. Hawk, who had, for the fifth overall pick, I mean, A.J. Hawk's best season came the year that they won the Super Bowl, and then he drafted Greg Jennings, right? And in addition to that, he solidified positions with Darren College, Jason Spitz. Um, they had a guy like Will Blackman. Johnny Jolly was a solid pick. I mean, he had his troubles, but he was a solid pick. He stabilized positions. The next year, not as good. We all know that. That was the, I, I believe, the Justin Harrell year. But they picked up Mason Crosby that season. That was probably their best pickup was Jason uh, Mason Crosby. And James Jones. I can't forget about James Jones because James Jones added additional depth to that wide receiving core. The year after that, it was Jordy Nelson, Jermichael Finley, Josh Sitton. Those three guys, Jordy, Jordy Nelson, Jermichael Finley, both premier players. And Josh Sitton became just a badass on the offensive line. He was also a pro bowler. And then they got Raji, and then they got Matthews. They had T.J. Lang in the year after that, and it was like right after that they picked up Brian Balaga, and I think it was in that draft they picked up Morgan Burnett as well, and then C.J. Wilson. That year in 2010 when they won it all. And Balaga came in. When Tauscher went down with the injury, Balaga came in. And Balaga filled in admirably. And that all of those draft choices started. To, the cream was rising to the top. It all came together. They had Charles Woodson in the defensive backfield. They had Cullen Jenkins. They picked up Ryan Pickett, man. They fortified different guys. They had a pretty good run game. And then by that period of time, they had Greg Jennings. They had Jordy Nelson. They had James Jones. They had Donald Driver. They had those guys. And then Rodgers, he, he ascended. Everything came together. Damn straight. you got to be able to draft and have it all come together. And if you're not drafting above average and or Pro Bowl talent on the consistent year after year after year, and I'm not talking to everybody. I'm talking one guy, two guys that really fortify your team, then you, you're just spinning your wheels. You're going to be a mediocre team. And and the other thing is, defensively speaking, you if you're going to have a quarterback that you're really not sure of, and I've, I've said this before, you've got to have a top-five defense. You've got to, which leads you a little bit of a head-scratcher when it comes to, you know, <laughs> keeping – Keeping Joe Barry around. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at JL Tire Service and Center uh, out there in uh, Johnson Creek, right off of 94, Highway 26 and 94, just north of 94. You can see it actually as you're traveling east or west on the highway. Uh, also there in Watertown, but whether you're uh, looking for an oil change in your minivan or your you know, coupe or sedan, uh, or you're maybe a big rig, over-the-road driver, and you've got some tire issues, air brake issues, trailer issues, rig issues, whatever it happens to be, they've got facilities to handle it all. So make sure you get a hold of them. JNLTire.com. That is JNLTire.com. More of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Uh, the Milwaukee Admirals, I am excited about this postseason coming up. Uh, they're efforting towards a Calder Cup. And last year, 
after a while uh, of uh, first-round losses in the postseason, they went to, to the second round before bowing out. But this year, they've made the team a little bit better, and I believe this is very similar to what they had a couple of years ago when COVID hit, and they were on their way to a Calder Cup. They are that good. Uh, so exciting hockey still yet to come. Go to the Milwaukee Admirals and check out the website, MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. MilwaukeeAdmirals.com if you want to watch some good hockey. I mean, short of the champions that are out there in, uh, in Badgerland, give it up for the uh, women's hockey team. We could have another hockey champion in the state, and that could be the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. That's MilwaukeeAdmirals.com. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, Mason says, how much of this do you believe to be Aaron Rodgers' fault? I I don't. I mean, some of it, what, I mean, wherever you want to go with all of this, I mean, some of it you could maybe say, not when it comes to drafting. Um, It wasn't until just recently that, you know, Rodgers was given some more input as, as a veteran, but I, I wouldn't look at the drafting as good or bad Rodgers-esque. Um, I would just think about maybe, you know, some of the needs or some of the personnel moves that they made. There was discussions or at least some conversations, I guess, with Aaron Rodgers. But no, I'm not I'm not blaming all that on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Mason goes on to say, uh, did you see the Peter King article in regards to Adam Schefter? I thought uh, Schefter, and then he's got in parentheses, even though I don't like him, came out looking pretty good. Um, I, I did see it. And basically what it stated was, that Adam Schefter had Rogers' number. He had never used it before. And when the word was breaking after the Trey Wingo tweet that the deal was done, and Trey Wingo has explained that time and again, saying that basically Rogers' camp said, yeah, I want to come to you guys and want to play for you. So the deal was done. It was basically him making the shift to say, we're heading from Green Bay to New York. We're going to play in New York. Now, they'll get that deal done. If you believe that Rogers will not be under center in New York come you know the first day of the season, you're crazy. Um, but as the deal, as, as things were breaking, uh, they were doing a special edition, a free agency edition of NFL live. And as Schefter explained, he said, look, I texted the Packers. I texted the jets. I texted Rogers people. Nobody was saying anything. And somebody on the set said, does anybody have Aaron Rodgers' number? And Schefter says, I have it. I've never used it. And they said, go ahead. You know? So Schefter's, um, and again, I don't always agree with Adam Schefter. I mean, he does really good work when it comes to breaking news stories, okay? But some of the things that he states and kind of the way he does it, I think, is rather smug and it's 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 off-putting. But I'll say this. He had a job to do. And all he was trying to do was his job. And remember, Rogers is the one that always says, I want to go on McAfee and I want to get it right. Because the media is always wrong. Everybody's wrong around him. He's the only guy that that gets it right, that can set the record straight, which now we know some of it's just sheer two-sided hypocrisy. But Schefter did it, you know, and then to do nice try, though, lose my number, okay. Uh, you know, it's it, Rogers' right to do that. Um, But, Again, you can't keep claiming everybody's getting it wrong, but yet you don't say anything. And when you do, you you certainly set yourself up never to be questioned on it. it just, it's a bad look. One hour down. Got three more to go on this Monday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Good stuff today. 
Good stuff so far. We're out of the gates fast. Got a lot more to go. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> 